MPN Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support. Hello and welcome to the MPN Hub Podcast. Today we'll be hearing from Marina Kremenskaya from the Icahn School of Medicine at Mount Sinai, New York, US. Hi, my name is Marina Kremenskaya and I will be talking today about the abstract that we presented at the most recent American Society of Hematology, ASH conference that was titled PTG300 Eliminates the Need for Therapeutic Phlebotomy in both low and high-risk polycythemia vera patients. So this is a clinical trial that is actually currently enrolling patients in multiple centers throughout the United States. It's a novel approach to um, treating patients with polycythemia vera. The, The therapeutic approach here is that we're using a hepcidin mimetic called PTG300 that works by uh, making iron unavailable for erythropoiesis while making it still available for other cellular functions. And so when hepcidin uh, is added to patients with polycythemia vera, what happens is that it binds to ferroportin, uh, which is a hepcidin receptor, and it makes it get internalized and it makes the iron be stored inside the cells and therefore it's not available for erythropoiesis. As a result, um, iron is restricted, and what we're seeing in these patients is that the need for uh, phlebotomy decreases and the hematocrit um, goes down. The patients that are eligible for the trial are actually, the eligibility criteria are pretty simple. Patients were um, eligible if they had diagnosis of polycythemia vera based on uh, WHO criteria. And the only requirement basically is that they needed to have three or more phlebotomies in the six months prior to enrollment into the study. Um, So these are patients that uh, need frequent phlebotomies. And then patients, um, all patients start on therapy. Everybody starts on a relatively low dose and the dose is titrated up based on their needs. So we're trying to titrate um, the dose of PTG300 to keep hematocrit at less than 45%, which is the goal for most patients. Once patients achieve that therapeutic um, dose, they remain on this this dose. The way the study is designed is that once uh, patients get to week 29, they're randomized um, to either continue on the active dose or to receive placebo. If a patient uh, requires a phlebotomy during this phase, uh, they're basically taken off the randomized phase and go on to the extension phase. And then they will go back to the dose, to the last active dose that they were on before the randomization. Um, This way we're ensuring that every patient um, gets the active drug when, when they need it. And so what we've shown so far, um, data for 18 patients, what we've shown so far is basically the need for phlebotomy is eliminated with this, uh, with this treatment. Some patients need slightly higher dose of PTG300, some patients need a lower dose, and it really is dependent on every patient. But once they get to the therapeutic dose, uh, they no longer need phlebotomies. We also looked at the um, at ferritin in these patients because we wanted to see um, iron metabolism parameters. Um, and what we show in this presentation is that 
all patients start in with ferritin levels that are at the iron deficiency range. So they're all very low. And when they start treatment, the ferritin level goes up. And as soon as four weeks, most patients are no longer in the iron deficiency level. We also looked at the total uh, counts uh, of red cells. And as expected, since hematocrit was uh, staying low, uh, the red blood cell count was also staying low. On the other hand, the white count and the platelet count did not stay, um, stay um, in the same range. It did not change, and, and we didn't really expect it to change. One of the um, theories with this study is that, uh, one of the hypotheses, I should say, is that by making patients um, not as iron deficient as they normally are, it, we may actually improve some of the MPN-related symptoms. And so we also looked um, at the symptoms that are reported uh, by the patient. So this data is still very preliminary. We don't have it in a lot of patients, but what we're seeing so far is that, you know, in a small number of patients, is that we are seeing some improvement in symptoms. And this is something that we're going to keep evaluating in the study. And of course, we're uh, very interested in, um, in seeing what happens. Uh, as in any clinical trial, we are also evaluating adverse events, um, any side effects that patients are experienced. And in general, this, this drug is well tolerated. It is a subcutaneous injection that's given once weekly. Patients are self-administering it. So we teach them how to do it, and they're able to self-administer the injection. Um, so the most common um, adverse event is um, an injection site reaction. It's mild, um, and patients are able to manage it. And for patients that had, um, had experienced it, as they continued with their dosing, they were able to, um, uh, the reactions became milder and milder and basically disappeared. Um, there were no grade three or four adverse events, um, and most of the adverse events were grade one. So the drug is really safe and, and well tolerated. So what we presented during this um, abstract presentation is that um, this new novel therapy for polycythemia vera, PTG300, um, basically eliminates the need for phlebotomy for patients that are um, heavily phlebotomy dependent. Um, when we looked at the number of phlebotomies that patients required prior to enrollment on this trial, most patients required anywhere from three to five phlebotomies in the six months pre preceding um, the enrollment. Um, so these are heavily phlebotomy dependent patients. And uh, while on treatment, um, they basically uh, no longer required phlebotomies. And what's also interesting is that while some of the patients for some of the patients, phlebotomy was really the only treatment that they uh, were receiving prior to enrollment. Uh, about half the patients were receiving other side of reductive therapy, uh, either hydroxyurea or interferon, um, and they still required phlebotomies. And so in these patients as well, uh, treatment with this uh, study drug eliminated the need for phlebotomies. Um, so this is very exciting because it basically applies to both patients who are uh, very low risk and not just treated with phlebotomies, but also for patients that are higher risk and were uh, getting cytoreductive therapy as well. Um, so uh, study is ongoing, enrollment is ongoing. Um, the data from the randomized part of the study, randomized withdrawal part of the study um, is uh, gonna be 
um, available later. This is really the phase of the study where most of the patients are entering or, or some of the earlier patients are entering now. Um, so that will, of course, be interesting to see. And then um, we, of course, also would love to know um, how much the symptoms of MPN are affected by, by this treatment and hopefully improved. MPN Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support.